Simmons. Is this the dagger? Besser scores. And Vladdy drills it to left field. Wilson is chased, throws it up for grabs. He's got McCann. What a play. What a goal. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Live for Sports. My name is Nathan. Joined uh, once again Joseph. by Joseph. Yeah, uh, this is kind of a rare occurrence these days now that I'm doing two episodes in one week. But one, so one, I need to start doing. We need to get the NHL predictions out because that season starts. Oh God, how close is that, Joseph? Two weeks. Yeah, the twelfth. I want to say. Yeah. Okay. So I got. Two like two weeks to get two more episodes out of that. And the big news of the day, the Damian Lillard Sega has finally ended. He is now a Milwaukee Buck joining Giannis and Chris Middleton and Co. there. Uh Drew Holiday. It's well, do you have the official trade rolled up, Joseph? Because I, I don't have it on me Nathan, by hand. I I think I, I know it off the top of my head, but I want to be sure. I'm not it's like we are connected i have it right here on my screen perfect so damian lillard is going to milwaukee deandre ayton to monty camara whoever that is a 2029 unprotected milwaukee first an unprotected swap to in 28 and 30 to the blazers phoenix gets yusuf nurkic trip the trip demon grayson allen or grayson allen Nasir Little and someone named Keon Johnson. Keon Johnson, yeah. And then you, you mentioned Aiden in that too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Sorry, I missed that. Um I so let do you want to break this down team by team first? I think that's the best way to go at this. Sure. So obviously I say we start with the Bucks. They're the biggest team impacted in this. Yeah. You um your thoughts on it. It's a good deal. It's a very good deal. And this is someone who loves Drew Holiday. I think Drew Holiday is one of the most one of the most underrated players in all of basketball. His acquisition was kind of the catalyst for the Bucks breaking out of their out of their shell, out of their kind of mediocre losing the second round, losing the conference finals reputation that they had. And I'm sad to see him go. But Damian Lillard is a top three point guard in the NBA, and I'm really excited to see what he can do again. Um, playing with Giannis now full-time because he's probably, in my opinion, the second best shooter in the NBA behind Steph Curry. Okay. He's an underrated playmaker. Yeah, he can't defend, but who cares? Middleton, Giannis, and Portis can they're, do that. They're, the Bucks team all around is is well-built enough that they can go be okay yeah. with Dames defending. He has team control. I'm pretty sure he's got three more years left on his contract. It might be four. Yeah, he's making a ton of money, but he's worth it. And this, to me, puts the Bucks as a number one team in the East. Yep. If they weren't already, I, I, they're they definitely upgraded. I, I worry about the Drew leaving. Um, that's that's a little bit sketchy. I, and Drew's gonna get traded. We'll get into that too. Um, but if Middleton, I think the big thing is is Middleton gonna be healthy. If Middleton is healthy, they should steamroll East, in my opinion. If Middleton is gonna be like the Middleton of last year, where he was putting up like, let he come back and put up like. 12 points a game regular season or something? Am I tripping off that? Yeah, the Ferris wheel. That's what Kevin called him today. Um, when he's high, he's really high. When he's low, he's horrendous. Yeah. 
And so if he's not going to be healthy, then this trade might not matter. I'd still put my money on probably the Heat or the Celtics to come out of the East. Yeah. Uh, but if he's healthy, they're the they they're the wide favorites in the East, in my opinion. Um, and I really think the underrated aspect of this deal was okay. So we didn't hear anything about Milwaukee in this. In this, no. the only thing we were hearing about Milwaukee was Giannis. Oh, you know, I'm not too sold. May if they're not going to keep me happy, we're not going to be a competitive team. I'm going to leave. I'm not going to resign. Yeah, well, he's got no no excuses now. Yeah. No excuses. So now. So the first year they, that was happening was with Drew Holiday. What they do? They went out and won. Yep. The second, and then now this is the second time it's happening. What do they do? They trade Drew Holiday, ironically, but they go get Damian Lillard, clear upgrade. Um, yep. So I think they're doing, Milwaukee is actually doing a really good job because these guys, for these small market teams, these Giannis's, um, I'm blanking on anyone else, but these generational superstar guys that, get drafted to a small market and stay there. They're like really, really rare, like 20, 30 years in the future every time. Oh yeah. So you have to keep them happy and you have to be in a win, like a two to three year win now mindset. And I think Milwaukee has done actually a really, really good job at that. Seeing as that, like some other teams will be like, Oh, we're going to take like a five to six, seven to eight year approach at this. No, you got to go balls to the wall right then and there. And I think Milwaukee has done a really good job at that. They have. Um, this is great. This is great because although it crushes my dreams of Giannis being a Raptor. Uh, um, that does hurt, yeah. In the, and in and the Dave future. being a Raptor, I guess. Oh, well, that was, you know, Nathan, I that may have happened, but it would have been a Paul George and OKC situation where he sticks around for one, maybe two years and is like, fuck this, I'm out of here. Maybe. But yeah. Uh, uh, hold on one more thing. Okay. Um, I'm happy as a Raptor fan because it fucks over the Miami Heat. Mm-hmm. As well, they don't get their guy, and now the Heat. Um, watch for some regression on the Heat because Lowry's old, Jimmy Butler's deceptively old. Lowry was already bad last year, though. <laughs> yeah, but he's still regressing, and now who's going to be the point guard? Tyler Hero. He's, be, he's shooting guard. Is no, he going to be? He he was playing point guard last year. He's not a top tier point guard, in my opinion. Fair enough, but um, Portland Trailblazers thoughts on their return. Okay, I got it right here. Okay, Drew Holiday, who I love, but they're going to trade. They should get a good return for him. I would think at least a couple first-round picks and some did, roster players. Did you hear who they the favorites to land him are to start that report? I have not, Nathan. Uh, Toronto was being one was one of them. I would love that. I'd sell my soul for Drew Holiday. Uh, Miami was another. Please and don't. if I'm not mistaken, Brooklyn was the other team. I'd rather that not happen. Uh, I would let, love let try Drew Holiday on the Raptors. He's an excellent defender. He's a great passer. Oh. He can shoot, and he would be—he would put um, Dennis Schroeder in his preferred role. Well, not preferred. I'm sure he wants to start, but his ideal role as backup point guard. The the Sixers were the third team, I believe. Yeah, if they trade Harden, which you never know. Yeah, I'm not really sure how they'd make that work. It'd have to be—you'd think it'd be three team again, where it'd be. Drew to Sixers, Harden to elsewhere, and uh, picks and young players to the Blazers. I'm a little. I, I were you keep going on what you were saying. I'll, then I'll get to mine if you got anything. Yeah. Um. 
for the Bladers, I, like I said, I love Drew Holiday. They'll get a good return for him. They don't need him. They have Anthony Simons and Scoot Henderson. I like Anthony Simons a lot. He's a young and up-and-coming hey, player. Don't forget Shane Sharp. He's good. He's really yep, good. Canadian. Uh, he's good. And uh, I like Scoot Henderson. I'm really excited to see what he can do in the NBA this year. He's such a unique physical specimen. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking forward to seeing what the Blazers do because Portland's Portland is an underrated franchise, I find. They're always either good or not far off from being good. They're never terrible, I mm-hmm. find. I actually really like the idea of them going and getting DeAndre Ayton, if I must say, as well. I think Ayton's struggled in Phoenix to have to adapt to being like the third or fourth guy every year. Yep. And, and I think with Kevin Durant ain't much fun, I'm sure. When you're yeah. especially when you're not winning. And he was clearly clearly not happy with his role for like past like two years now. He hasn't been happy, I would say. Yeah. Um so he now signed that he, offer sheet. Yeah. In, in he, the end. Mm-hmm. And now he goes and signs in or not signs, gets traded to Portland. And Portland doesn't really have a guy right now. Like you're hoping that it's gonna be either Simons, Sharp, uh Henderson, I would say. Scoot Henderson. Like guy. yeah, obviously. But they're those guys are still young, they're unproven. Like DeAndre Aiden gets a chance to go in there, probably play the role he wants to play and really prove himself, I would think. Yeah. Um I'm a little shocked at the value that Portland got. Only a first <clears throat> sorry. A first and two pick swaps. All unprotected, that that yep. be it. And like the box well, probably remember, we're not accounting the return Drew Holiday's gonna get. That's what I'm that you didn't yeah. let me finish. Drew Holiday is probably <laughs> gonna, you know, they'll probably bring in a young player and like two more firsts, I would think, for Drew Holiday. I would hope that's what they want to do at least. Um, predictions on where Drew gets. Ends up? Do you have a Do you have a team you want to? See? Well, obviously the Raptors. You said I don't know if I want well, to no, see no, the Raptors. No, I don't think he'll go there. I'd like him to go there. I mm-hmm. uh, I think it'll probably be the Heat. I just the thing about the Heat. Why would the Heat push for Drew freaking Holiday, but not go all in for Damian Lillard? I just can't see that. Right? Because Pat Riley can't go back to the Heat fans and Jimmy Butler empty-handed. He needs to do something. He needs to save face. I I just can't see it i could see who could i see going weirdly and no i can't see indiana they're they're not uh no they got tyrese they're good you can play you can play the two yeah brooklyn maybe i hope not fold that franchise why i don't like the nets they're not a real team why do you hate the heat 17 fans what was that why do you hate the Heat? I'm not even that big of a Heat fan. I don't hate the Heat. I just don't want the Heat to do well. Oh. I find the Heat ha- the Heat fans. I find Heat fans irritating, and Heat's culture, as I say in major air quotes, I think it's one of the most overrated things ever. Like mm-hmm. like you've been bis- blessed with prime LeBron James, close to prime Shaq, prime Dwayne Wade. That's your Heat culture. Having extremely good players, not because Pat Riley growls at people if they show up late to practice. Mm-hmm. I think. Um, Jimmy Butler. Like, let's go on. to the let's go to the Suns now. Yeah. So. Um, you go Nurkic. first. Yeah. Okay, Yusuf Nurkic. I'm not going to pretend that I know a ton about Yusuf Nurkic. I, I think he's an offensively decent big man who is quite poor defensively, from what I've been reading. Um, he can be, you know, a decent stopgap for the Suns until they 
decide they want to spend and or draft a good center. Like he's nothing special, Nurkic. He's just an average middle of the pack center. He won't kill you. Like it's not gonna be like the Raptors where they have no center. Like it's not gonna be that bad. Um, Grayson Allen, sixth man. Um, if they can deal with his bullshit um, tactics and the fact that half the league hates him, it'll probably work because he's he's talented. He can shoot. He can defend. Um, Nasir Little, I don't know a ton about, admittedly, but I think he's a decent uh, bench peach, peach, ah, piece. And Keon Johnson, admittedly, I've never heard of him in my life. <laughs> so we'll see. I think I think they did fine. The Suns. They I had to get rid of DeAndre Ayton. I actually wouldn't use Nurkic, who's a comparable player at least size wise. Like they're not going to lose any rebounding, and they had to get rid of um, Ayton because he was going to be a cancer, and you can't um, surround Kevin Durant, the ultimate Madonna, with another prima donna. Yeah, uh, I actually really like this move for the Suns. If I'm being honest. I think this really works out well for them. So Aiton was clearly not fit beside on this team with Booker and KD. He wants a bigger role. He's not going to get a big role, though. Nurkic is going to come in. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's more offensive, but I'm pretty sure his defense has actually come along in the past few years. Um, And I think there was a report saying, like, Phoenix wanted him because they really like his defense. And I laughed at that at first. I'm just like, what? No, 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 no. Like, that's the end. Like, he's... Bottom 10, I would say, of starting centers. But I still think he's a better defender than DeAndre Aiden. Like, Aiden's pretty bad. Not hard. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. So, I he's going to fit that role more, and I think it's going to actually help KD, Beal, and Booker more. Um, Grayson Allen, solid 3-3, three, three, maybe hardly any D wing, because he's probably just going to foul the shitty out of you on D. Um, but he could play six-man role. He could... Oh, actually, I'd assume Eric Gordon's going to be the their other starter. I mean, no, wait, they'll need a forward. Utah Watanabe season, baby. Oh, God. Is he in Portland? Or is he in uh, yeah. Phoenix? Oh, yeah. Okay. He, yeah. Um, I mean, he can shoot and get dunked on. Well, that's about it. <laughs> he can play defense. A little he, bit. They don't need a guy to like go get a bucket. They just need a guy to kind of be a defender for that, I would think. That is true. That is so, true. I like that pickup. Nasir Little, still kind of youngish player, 3 and D most likely. Nothing too crazy, but I do like it for their depth because that's what they need. And Keon Johnson, also I'm pretty sure is 3 and D. Kind of need that for your bench. Like, they just need guys around KD, Book, and Beal to, you know, defend, shoot threes, right? That's what all they really need. And I actually think they did a really good job. They kind of filled out their holes in their lineup a little bit more. Um and the Miami Heat. Joseph. Yeah, the Heat's so the Heat of Miami. Um this is bad for them. This is bad. Because it shakes the, the confidence in Pat Riley as their lead executive. Like all summer long and all spring, we heard Damian Lillard, he's done with Portland. He's done his time. He wants to go to Miami and only Miami. And as soon as the Bucks showed up into the sweepstakes, it's not only Miami anymore. Like Pat Riley, and I'm sure the Blazers' uh, offer was ridiculous for um, Lillard, and I'm sure Miami didn't want to give up Tyler Hero. But to get yeah, they were Damian, willing to. Uh, well, they didn't. They obviously didn't because they couldn't get the deal done. Like, what else would they have to give up? Duncan Robinson? Like, no, I, I the reported offer. Well. I heard it was like three first pick swaps, hero, Jovic. Yeah, you do that. You do that. Um, like, 
I'm not sure. And two others, I believe. It was basically all of the trade chips that Miami had, but you should have done it because it's Dame Lillard. Well, you should have done it. And, and Jovic, he's like 19. Like, he doesn't fit your window. Butler's in his 30s, guys. Like, Adebayo's getting, I think he's 27. Like, like let's get moving in here, Pat. Like, I'm not sure why you're taking so long here. Like, what, what were you waiting out for something better? Like, like you blew it. Like, now he's on arguably your biggest rival in the East. Mm-hmm. And he has term. He has term on his contract. So it's not like he's a one and done and then he'll go to Miami. Like, no, he's in Milwaukee for the long haul. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I would just. They're the biggest losers. They didn't want to push all their chips in. Yep. And, and now they're kind and, of in the mushy third, third or fourth seed for me. They, they think that they were. Well, remember, they were the eighth seed going into the playoffs. Yeah, that's right. So they could be lower than that. Um, They were. From what it sounded like, they were pretty content with their roster, thinking they could just repeat as champs in the East. Their roster is good enough now. But is it now that Dame Lillard's in Milwaukee, one of your biggest competition, Milwaukee, Boston, and I guess Philly, but Philly's not really in competition with, especially if Harden's going to leave or sit out or whatnot. Yeah, um, I mean, we'll see what James Harden does. I mean, I'm kind of done with him. He's kind of tarnished his legacy in my mind. Yeah. Uh, this I think this I've said it before. This trade request is valid because sure, he... but you're on what your third in three years. Like eventually, you're the problem. Mm-hmm. And what yes. is he going to get fat out of spite again? The, like... the the past years, getting out of Houston, sure, I get it. It didn't work there. Uh getting out of Brooklyn, that was too far. Sure, you just beef with Kevin Durant basically, but like. Why go there in the first place? Why not just say I'm going to Philly? And right you away. know what Kevin Durant is like. You were with him in Oklahoma. Like, mm-hmm. like I don't get it. Um, I, I actually brought up some trade grades on this one for me personally. So I give. I'll let you react to mine. I give the Bucks an A on this deal. I give the Suns a B plus. I'll say to the Bucks, it, it would be A plus, but like giving up Drew his defense is going to be pretty tough. Uh, the Suns get a B plus. I actually really like what the Suns did in this deal. The Blazers, I'm marking as TBD because I think we need to see what Drew Holiday's return is before we grade them. And the Heat, I give a D minus. He aren't even involved in this trade, but they get yeah, a Heat get an F. They get an F for me. Yeah, you could say not that. that I'm, but... I'm not going to do grades because I don't know every player in this deal super well. But like, if they traded him to, let's say, just throwing it out there, Sacramento, that's a that would have been a Western Conference team. But they let him go to Milwaukee, their biggest rival. And now the Heats are, they're not even top four, top five in the conference anymore. With Damian Lillard, along with Jimmy Butler, they're top three. And now they're not close. I think that will wrap up the Dame talk. We are going to preview the Atlantic Division in the NHL now. Um, Joseph is a, oh, he's got his Hockey News yearbook out, folks. I love the Hockey News. Yeah, they I I'll, I'll I'll respect their uh their fantasy or their play like pool. Uh, I have that too. Mm, yeah, I like those. Love this shit. When I did pools, not really a big pool guy anymore. Not really a fantasy hockey guy either. Fantasy hockey kind of stinks. Yeah, unless you um, do with your friends. You no, know, like yeah, I like I always do with my friends, but I just think it's the worst fantasy league. Baseball's worse. I like baseball more. Mm. Like so, I did that draft, and I haven't even looked at my baseball team. Since. Maybe it's because I've won three years in 
three times in eight years in baseball. That would be wild. I mean, maybe it's because Dalton so, Marshall is my starting catcher, but I haven't seen Hey, he was also my starting catcher this year. Guillermo Benoit-Laden at it again. Count him as another hitter ruined. Mm. Let's see. All right. So I don't know if you listened to the last episode. Well, hold on. With... Quick, quick interjection. Okay. Blue Jays. Mm-hmm. Did you see that Austin Matthews and the Toronto Maple Leafs took batting practice? with? I did. What were they thinking? Yeah, thanks, Leafs. You did it again. You ruined <sighs> Manoa. And now this team can't score because of Guillermo Bin Laden. And... Was that yesterday? And they just it released it today or it was, it was today? Well, it could have been. It could have been. But I only saw it today. So. Okay. I knew they'd um, lose today. I knew they would. Well, yeah. Garrett, after Garrett Cole shoved us for eight innings, no runs last league. week. I figured we're probably getting shut out probably for six, only six or seven innings. Like they'd figure out how to hit them a little tougher or something or get on base. But nope, nine innings shut out. Even better than the last one. Gross. So I don't know if you listened to the last episode with me and Carter, but it was, we went eight to one ranking the Pacific team. So I figure we do that again. I will let you start with your eight seed and then I will go with mine. Okay, Nathan. This is pretty simple in my humble opinion. I hope it is. But I have the uh, Vancouver Canucks. I have the Anaheim Ducks in eighth place. I think the Anaheim Ducks have a very bright future. You're getting, you're going to the wrong division, man. Oh, what am I talking about? I'm losing We're doing the Atlantic, man. <laughs> I'm losing my mind. I'm losing it. I'm losing my grip. Guillermo Bin Laden's in my head. I was thinking about the Blue Jays. I was thinking about the Sacramento Kings. But anyway. The Atlantic Division is what we're doing. Big yeah, brain. Pacific was last week. Yeah, like I, all this, Nathan, I was at campus for like 10 hours today. My brain is fried. But yes, anywho, the Atlantic Division. I have uh, Le Canadien de Montréal finishing in dead last. They I got do. a bright future. I do as well. Yeah. So. Bright future. <laughs> I like Nick Suzuki. I like Cole Caulfield. I think Sam Montembeau is better than people give him credit for. But they don't have a lot of depth. I'm concerned about Uri Slavkovsky. And I just don't think New Hook, Doc, like they're still rebuilding. This is not a competitive year for them. They know that. There's I like how Kent Hughes is running the team. Smarter than Bergevin. Not particularly difficult. <laughs> but yeah, they just need to do a couple more things. Just get rid of some dead weight. Josh Anderson, Brendan Gallagher. If they get rid of Armia, that would be nice. But yeah, um, they got some they got good pieces. I like I actually like part of their defense. I like Mike, Mike Matheson. Ooh. I like David Savard. I like Caden Gooley. But this is not their year. I'd say they're probably two, maybe three years away from true contention. Yep, I agree. I actually weirdly like their forward core, honestly. I think it's decently depth. There's a decent amount of depth behind it. You have a, I wouldn't call it a superstar in Caulfield, but like a star kind of growing there. Suzuki's already, you kind of know what he is already. Um, And they're still also really young. You have Slavkovsky, you have uh, Doc, you have, Monahan's yeah. around. You got picked up New Hook in the offseason. Like there, there's a lot of decent pieces in place. It just will take time. And St. Louis as their head coach, he's definitely the right guy for it because he's, you know, especially for Caulfield, small small forward sure. in the NHL. Like Slavkovsky is such a funny player to me because physically he's super strong. He's super fast. He's a great wrist shot, but he's some of the worst hockey sense I've ever seen. He's like imagine like if Jake Vertanen was a good person. Like that's basically Slavkovsky. So Tyler Fast, strong, horrible hockey sense. So Tyler Myers on forward. <laughs> I wouldn't say Tyler Myers is a good shooter. Sure, but and Slavkovsky is a better skater. Yeah, 
Well, yeah. Myers is a pretty fucking good skater for how big he is, I will say. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, um, it's Billy Montreal. Big year for Slavkovsky. I'd say yeah. you give him 20 games and then he goes to the minors. He's not produ- producing. Give him 20 minutes and some power play. Uh, yeah, their problem is just going to be defense. I don't like their defense really at all. Great for Reinbacher and Hudson to develop. Don't rush them. Uh, and I wonder, and like, uh, they have Caden Gooley too, who could be something, but we'll see. Uh, goaltending is a bit of an issue for me. They need to figure out who their number one is back there. Uh, and it, it'll be Montembeau. Okay. But if it's not, in the, if they, if they figure out one of these guys in them, I wouldn't say go trade for someone, but I would say give it a couple of years, wait for a guy to become available, then go make your move. Don't force it, but. And Dvorak's out for the beginning of the year, so that's going to hurt them early on. And yep, they got Monaghan, who I like. So yeah, I'm, Atlantic's, I'm for, um, Atlantic's just too good, and so is the East in general. That they're going to fall. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. they'll the be year. they'll be in last in the division, but not the conference. Yeah, I could probably agree with that. Number seven. This is where the fun begins, I would say, yeah, because Anakin Skywalker, uh, yeah. Revenge of the Sith. Yep. Because yeah, uh, any I there's like I could see five like teams, teams being, here. being here. I'd say five. I have the Detroit Red Wings in seventh place. Okay, I do as well. Yeah. Uh the Red Wings, I'm it's weird because I'm it's like I heard this on the radio today. It's like they're building an expansion team. A lot of veterans and a lot of really young players. Like hey, maybe maybe it works. Vegas won on the cup that way, and true. Seattle's looking good. True, but like Alec or not, um, Steve Eiserman has spent his money so weird. JT Comfort got a lot of money. David Perron, who's old, got a lot of money. Andrew Cop. Andrew Cop got a lot of money. Justin ben, Hall and Ben, ben Sherratt. Shane Gostisbehere. What are we? Twenty sixteen. Like. <laughs> Like he's spending his money so weird, and outside of Cider and Edvinson, actually no, let me tell. You, I was going to say they don't have many good prospects. That's a blatant lie. They got plenty of good prospects, mm-hmm. but this like Alex Debrinket. I mean, I went through the Debrinket experience as a Sens fan. I hope you're ready for some floating and some power play points because that's what he did last year. I know. He's I hold on, Debrinket. I just don't really think wanted to be in Ottawa, and I think he was. That's true. Pretty, like I think he's going to be pretty happy playing in Detroit now. He will. He'll be better, but uh, let's not expect forty goal Alex to bring it. Ah, let's I expect. Might, I might expect thirty-five, forty goal to bring it. We'll see. I, <clears throat> I mean, this is a pretty good team, but it just goes to show the strength of the Atlantic Division. It's it's really improved the past couple of years. I'd say it's probably the second best in the league behind the Metro. But I think I think it's the best. No. Okay. Um, where it really goes wrong for me with Detroit is. First of all, their depth. I mean, their fourth line, Joe Valeno, Christian Fisher, Clem Costin. That's not particularly good. Hey, Michael don't hate Clem Costin. He's not he wrote an insane shooting percentage with Edmonton. Like he fell off a cliff the last two months of the season. I watched the Oilers closely last year. Yeah, you did. But I, I actually like Clem Costin, so Yeah, no, no, he's that's, good that's saying something, not me hyping up an Oilers player. I know. I'll always hype up my Oilers. But yeah, so anyway, where it really falls off is the goaltending. I mean, Billy mm-hmm. Huso is their number one goalie. Billy Huso is not a proven commodity in the NHL. Like last year, for example, Nathan Maley, 
Billy Huso played 56 games, so he was the starter. He had a 311 goals against average and an 896 save percentage. Mm -hmm. Not very good. And you want to go ahead. You want to gander who their backup is? Uh, James Reimer. Yeah, it is James Reimer. James Reimer hasn't been good since 2017. Mm -hmm. Like he, he he's not good, guys, and, and he's kind of a shitty person. Well, not shitty person, but he's a bit of a he's a controversial player, right? Like he's not particular. He's not good enough on, on the ice to atone for some distractions off the mm -hmm. ice. So, but um, then if they get off to a decent start, and let's say I don't know the Winnipeg Jets decide they're gonna blow it up. Mr. Connor Hellebuck is a resident of Michigan, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Could we see a deal there? Yep, that's right. He does. He is mm -hmm. a resident of Michigan. I could see that. Got a lot of prospects. Mm -hmm. Maybe uh, Sebastian Kosa, uh, Axel Sandin Pelliker in return. You never know. I don't think the price on a goalie, especially one with no contract pass next year, is going to be too crazy. Maybe if it's like a sign and trade, then it could be. Sign and trade drives the price up. Yeah. So I wonder, I feel like for Hellebuck, like goal, goalies are so weird to value in a, in a trade. I would say Hellebuck is probably two firsts, a prospect, and a roster player. That's too much, I think, for a goalie, though. Like, Not goalies Hellebuck. are so weird to, I would say a goalie first, or sorry, a prospect, goalie, or no, sorry, first, prospect, roster player. Yeah, um, maybe another mid-round pick. Yeah, maybe. Um, I, I, I'll I go into my notes now. Um, I love the move to get to Brinkett. They need a scoring winger on the team, and he's going to fit next pretty nicely to Larkin on the top line, I would think. And Raymond's up there as well, but I, I think it, they could move Raymond to second line to play to Brinkett and Larkin together. I could seriously see it. Um, their forward core is pretty strong, in my opinion. Um, it maybe lacks like a true superstar, but if Debrinket does bounce back, like I think they ho are hoping, then it's not that big of an issue. Um, but the defense, man, really freaking concerns me. Cider is good, and he'll take a leap this year as long as he stays the fuck away from Ben Sherrod as his D partner. <laughs> hey, if, if it, hey, Nathan, if it's not Sherrod, it's going to be Justin Hall. I, pe I hope people realize that. Why would it be Justin Hall? They're both right shots. Uh, well, you put him with Gostasberg? Gostasberg can't defend. They have um, Wallman. Yeah, I would play him with Wallman instead. <laughs> Not that like Wallman's like crazy good, but yeah, or Oli Mata, who hasn't been good in years, but yeah, uh, but know, like they got some you... star power. I'm concerned about their depth, and I'm concerned about the goaltending. Could and you the... imagine a deep pair of Ben Sherrod and Justin Hall? I'd love to see that. <laughs> I would love to. I might be the worst deep pair in the league. <laughs> Man, I watched Ben Harper and Cody Cece. It ain't the worst deep pair in the league. Well, this year it might be. But yeah. We, we've also had to witness Tyler Myers and Oliver Eckman Larson for two years, and that failed. <laughs> yeah. Um, We'll get into OEL soon, I would think. I would hope. I don't know. We'll see. Um, and yeah, the goaltending goal thing sucks. I don't trust he, Huso or Reimer to run away with the starting job, job and be good with it. And the Atlantic is just too strong. I'm. You'll notice a theme in my notes this year. The Atlantic is too strong. <laughs> Wait for like regression from Tampa and yeah. Boston and maybe Toronto, but mostly those two. So, yes.
Speaking uh, of regression, Nathan Maley. Oh. That brings us to number six in our rank. Please tell me. Are we three for three? I have the Boston Bruins. Oh, we're not three for three. Boston, Nathan, there's nowhere to go but down. I'm telling you right now. Yep, they still got lots of good players. They still have a nice defense, and they got some goaltending. I don't care. Their number one center is Pavel Zaka, and that does not work in the National Hockey League. He's a good player. He's no better than a number two. My boy, Charlie Coyle, the most Massachusetts name I've heard in my life, he is playing second-line center. He's not a second-line center. James Van Riemsdyk, the hockey news, has playing second-line left wing. He's not a second-liner. They're, they're willingly paying Mithlan Lucic money to play for their team in the year of our Lord 2023. They're desperate. He's they don't have any prospects. They, come on. He can't skate. He's a they, locker they have, room guy, as I would no say this prospects. to my brother for years. Oh, come on. They have no prospects. Their defense is um, it's still good, but it's they're losing depth. Like They're relying on old Shattenkirk. Bad Zaboral, Ian Mitchell, and Alex Regula, who I barely know who they are. Like, Derek Forbert is going to have to play a lot more minutes. So is Brandon Carlo, I think, who's a free agent after this year. Mm-hmm. And Lindholm's only getting older. And I'm telling you right now, there ain't a chance Linus Allmark is going to be as good as he was last year. It's just not happening. It's just statistically near impossible. And we know Jeremy Swayman is um, not thrilled about being a backup. We've heard that a few times. Mm-hmm. So sixth place, um, the depth is going to take a hit. The vibes in the locker room are going to take a hit without Bergeron and Krejci. Don't forget Krejci's gone as well. Mm-hmm. And they don't have Taylor Hall anymore. They don't have Dmitry Orlov. Tyler Butruzzi is gone. Garnet Hathaway was a really good fit on that team. To He's be fair, gone. those guys were rental players. They knew that, though. Yeah, that's fine. But they're they're not going to be as good this year, Nathan. They're not. And Marchand is getting old. We know Van Riemsdyk's old. It's, this is the start of the decline. I'm gonna I, could wait. I could be wrong, but I think this is the start. I'm going to wait to leave my uh, Boston uh, breakdown That's until uh, we get to them. For me, my sixth spot, I also have a team that's due for regression. I have the Florida Panthers at six. Um, I do like their team. Don't get me wrong. I don't like the fact that Aaron Eckblad and Brandon Montour are both probably out until December to start the year. That yep. is That's gonna be hard. concerning. Um, and I said they're injuries, but their injuries are really only those two. But those are two huge pieces to this team. Um, their forward core is ma- mostly the same still, and it's going to be fine. Kachuk's like, you're going to re- be relying on him again. Hopefully you can get a bit of a Barkov bounce back because he wasn't really what he's known for last year. He had probably a down year, as most would say. The defense on this team is terrifying. Montour and Ekblad, like I said, out beginning of the year. They have OEL on their top line, on their top pair, sorry, uh, Joseph. Did you know that? Um, He's on, on... In preseason, I guess he is. I'd on, give, it, uh, give it a da- week. On daily face-off, he is their top right shot D right now. He's a left shot. Yeah, and they have him playing right on this one. Man, play Josh Mahura there. Like, you, you don't need to do that to yourselves. Like, like, just go Forsling, Mahura, and play Ekman Lars with Nikola or something. I think it's yeah, the defense Fors- is Forsling and OEL as their top pair. Yeah, that's rough. The the, um, the two Canucks Lightens. That's yeah, that's yeah. that's rough. Like you could make an argument that I put Boston too low and Florida too high, but 
Um, I, I just think they're forward core, and you never know what Bobrovsky you're going to get. Who knows? Maybe we'll get world beater Bobrovsky. Maybe Spencer Knight will come back from the player assistance program and do really well. Uh, their forward core is awesome, Nate. Berhage, Barkov, Kachuk, Reinhardt, Bennett, Evan Rodriguez, who's perennially underrated. E2 Lusterainen, excellent penalty kill. Anton Ludell, who you could argue should be the second-line center over Sam Bennett. Ryan Lomberg's one of my favorite grinders in the league. Mm-hmm. Nick Cousins is excellent depth. Mm-hmm. And with the with the goaltending, total wild card. Mm-hmm. The like the overall depth on defense, terrifying. The overall depth on forward, I love it. <laughs> uh, but it might just come down to what are we going to get from Bobrovsky? I don't think we're getting Linsanity run Bobrovsky like we did in the playoffs last year. Yeah. I just can't see that happening. Um, I think he's probably going to regress back to what he was before, which is an overpaid $10 million goalie. Um, I It's going to be interesting to see if Spencer Knight does come back from the player assistant program. I don't know if he has done that yet. I think uh, he has. I think um, he's Okay, but it will be actually it'll be interesting to see how he's going to perform after that little stint. Um, but yeah, I just think being without Ekblad and Montour to start the year, you're gonna they're gonna struggle to start like, and who knows if everyone's like still fully healthy. Stanley Cup hangover, not hangover, but the second the runner up hangover does exist. Teams get out to slow starts due to injuries and. Not having a shorter off season or a short off season compared to most, so I have them at six. I think this conference got better, and I don't think they got worse. I just think the injuries are going to kill them. Okay, Joseph. Who? Don't make fun of the Zoom call. Um, who is in your number five seed in the Atlantic? Florida Panthers. Okay, for all the reasons you said. Mm-hmm. Their defense is ass. We don't know what Bobrovsky's going to be. Kachuk broke his sternum, which is a horrific injury. And so there's Stanley Cup hangover. He he, he is fully healthy, it sounds like. Like 100% he's healthy from the broken sternum, I would say. Yeah, but defense stinks. We could get ass Bobrovsky instead of good Bobrovsky. We don't know what Spencer Knight's going to be. Um, They could finish anywhere from like second to seventh, I think, honestly. There's like, well, there's three to seven is the range I have a lot of these teams. Um, my number five, I have the Buffalo Sabres in this spot, and I have them missing the playoffs. Hmm, interesting. Um, so love their direction they're heading. Um, but I think they need one more year before they're a playoff team, and they have a lot of prospects still coming up. Like Zach Benson's going to come up eventually. Uh, I believe there's I'm I know I'm missing somebody else on forward that Yuri they have. Coolidge. Yep, right. Yeah, um, I like Buffalo. Forward car, nasty, top line, disgustingly good. Overall, solid depth to it. The defense does look better than it does last year, but I think you need to wait and give you need to give Owen Power another year to develop another year or two to develop before I think they're fully ready to take off. And everyone keeps talking about how good Devin Levi is. And yes, he probably is going to be solid. But is he going to be game-breaking good right away? I do not think so. I don't think you can put your chips in a in a rookie goalie to make the playoffs, to be honest. They don't and, normally don't fare very well. So 
and I keep hearing about Devin Levi. I personally don't think this matters. Just stop the puck. That's all I care about. But every analyst harps on this. He's only six feet tall. Mm-hmm. And people whine and complain about that. I mean, I don't care. Like Dominic Hasek was like 5'10". Different game, of course. But if he can stop the puck, who cares? But he has to prove it. Mm-hmm. So does Dustin Wolf and Calgary. Okay. Small goalies have to prove it. I just, yeah, I just look at them and I say, how can you, people are really, I'd say overhyping them based off a rookie goalie who had a couple good games at the end of last year. Do it for a full season. But even then, I think he's more likely going to split. He'll probably get to more games still, but he'll get be close to a split with Uka Bekalukin, I would think. Yeah, and Eric Comrie's in the mix too. He's had some mm-hmm. success at the NHL level. Yeah. So they're going to be right there at the end. I, I, again, I would say. Yep. But I think they're going to come up short, and I think it's going to be one more year before the drought ends in Buffalo. Yeah. Um. For me, a lot of well, I'll get to Buffalo eventually. So I'll go with my fifth team here. Four. Let me just remember. Four. Yep. Four. So yes. Just making sure I have my order correct. I, Joseph Victor Augusti I, have in fifth place in the division. Fourth place. Whatever, Nathan. I'm not for like 18 hours. Fourth place in said division, I have the, drum roll. Um. <laughs> for, for context, Nathan's sla- uh, hitting his hands against his there, yeah, yes, I, couldn't, I, 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 couldn't, I couldn't do a drum roll that would make noise well. also you being able to see it. Like, I, it, it just didn't work. <laughs> Fourth place, I have the Buffalo Sabres. Okay. After all that, I picked the same team. Yeah, uh, same same deal here, Nate Dog. Uh, they are, as a team, they're lousy defensive. Like, that's one thing people forget about with Buffalo. All offense, so no much. defense. And they score a ton of goals. And Tage Thompson's a freak. And if I was good at hockey, I'd be like Tage Thompson, but I'm not good at hockey. And so I would, Nathan. We're the, we got like the same frame, pretty much. Me and Tage. We're, we're, we might as well be twins. But he, sure. he's horrible defensively. He's, he reminds me a lot of Leon Dreisaitl, a little bit. Supernova offensively, but lousy defensively. And you also with the Sabers, like, are we going to get good Jeff Skinner? Or are we going to get 12 goals a year, Jeff Skinner? We're going to get good Jeff Skinner. Come on. Well, maybe not. It was only a couple of years ago he was pretty crappy. Well, that like, was because he was in the doghouse from uh, Ralph Kruger, I think, that was their coach, was it not? Yeah. But the, t- the thing with the Sabres of Buffalo is they're relying on Eric Johnson to come in and be good defensively. They're relying on a lot from Owen Power. They don't have a contract. I mean, um, a long-term contract for Rasmus Dahlin, and it's they're not good enough defensively. And I don't know much about Devin. Well, I know Devin Levi has pedigree and stuff, but he hasn't proven it at the NHL quite yet. So he's going to have to be a good NHL goaltender for them to do well. Mm-hmm. Um, my four seed is the Boston Bruins. Um, I have them as wild card one in the Eastern Conference. I don't know if you have Buffalo wild card one or two. But I'm assuming you do. Or do you have a missing playoffs? Oh, right. 
Uh, I'm not going to spoil that for you, Nathan Neal. Wait, you're not spoiling it? Not quite yet. Okay. Um, I just... Too many people are counting this team out. And, like, I did it last year, too. I thought last year was going to be a regression. I was completely wrong. They put up a historic amount of points. And they... This year, I just can't see them going from that high of a point total to missing playoffs. Right? I, I, it's, playoffs. I know you do, but I just can't see it. I know Bergeron and Krejci are huge blows. And Bergeron, like, is, like, huge because Britical... Bergeron is like the heart and soul of that team. And they're definitely going to lose production from that spot on the ice. But I don't, I think Zach, Zaka and Coyle, they're not going to do what Bergeron and Krejci did, but I think they can be competent replacements in that role. The Yes, the overall forward depth does scare me a little bit, but they still have a superstar, David Pasternak. And I think we're going to get a bounce back season from Brad Marchand because he's going to have to, if they want to be good. Um, yep. Their defense score is still really, really good as well, as I, I will say. And they're going to help keep the puck out of their net a lot. And they still have two arguable top 10 goalies in the league. Definitely one, maybe a second in Allmark and Swayman. Do, Allmark is due for regression. I'm not saying that he's not. Um, But he's still going to be a top 10 goalie. Probably yep. right around where he's ranked, around like 7, 8 in the league. That's probably where I would rank him. Um. And then Swayman is still young and honestly has room for improvement, even though he was really good last year. So I I just can't see them going from, what was it? How many points did they have last year? 130? 120, yeah, 132, I'm pretty sure it was. 132 or 136, I want to say it was. I think it was 32. Okay. But I just can't see them dropping out of the playoffs from that number. That would be historic. They need to be yeah, um... a, like, 40 point worst team to do for that to happen. That's 20 wins. Yeah. I can and see. Let me just let me just preface like I'm only got them out of the playoffs because I'm expecting regression and the strength of the division. They make the central and the Pacific and maybe even the Metro playoffs pretty easily. Mm-hmm. I just think that Ottawa, Buffalo, and Detroit are gonna make up a lot of ground this year. That's fair. Okay. You're three seed. Mm-hmm. I have my Ottawa Senators as three seed. I, I too have the Ottawa Senators. I you'll actually be really happy to hear this. I almost put Playoff them as time, the one, baby. I, I almost put them as the one seed in this division. <laughs> okay, I'm not going that far. I almost did it. It's I, Nathan. I it. Here's the thing, though. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna cheat a little bit. I'm gonna put a big fat asterisk. Okay. If the Senators do not have Shane Pinto signed by the let's say a week into the season, they're dropping a five. Oof, that Shane big of a Pinto is extremely important to this team because he plays third line center. Also, Josh Norris, he came off major shoulder surgery last year, only played eight games. Mm-hmm. Until today, he was in a non-contact jersey at training camp. Yep. So he, we're going to make the assumption is that he's not fully healthy. And if you don't have Norris, if he gets injured again, and you don't have Shane Pinto, well, I hope you're ready for Operation Ridley Gregg second line center. Or you well, you probably move Giroux back to center. I mean, I would hope so, DJ Smith. Jesus Christ! What about Alex Formanton, man? He's probably <laughs> some Swiss jail. Like, 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 it stuns me that people think Alex Formanton has a future in the league. Like, like, it's not a coincidence that he's disappeared off the face of the earth, right? Yeah. Like, 
obviously nothing's 100% certain, but I'm, I bet a lot of money that Alex Formelton's implicated in the 2018 sexual assault scam. It's not Batherson, by the way. He wouldn't be involved in as much marketing if they thought he was involved. Yeah, He might have been at the hotel. I don't think he was involved in the um, assault. But uh, I know nothing, so whatever. Mm-hmm. I think um, we've touched on this subject. Yeah, we have. So, Ottawa. I think Tim Stutzla, by the end of this season, is a top 10 player in the NHL. Player got, in general. Yeah. That is he bold. He 91 points last year as a 20-year-old. Playing with Brady, I can't finish Kachuk and old Claude Giroux. Now, I know Kachuk had 35 goals. He's a puck jammer. He had like 300 shots. This team is on the rise. You, hold on, hold on, hold on. Them. Do you think Stutzla is better than Pedersen in the year end? Yeah. Wow. I do. I do. Okay. I do. I, I'm... has a long-term contract. He doesn't have that hanging over his head like Pedersen does. What? He has a long-term contract. But, That's why not... Pedersen's going to go off. We'll see about that. Vancouver Media is going to bug him about that all year, Nathan. I guarantee it. All well, probably, year. Thomas Drantz is going to mention it at every practice. Pedersen is going to tell him to fuck off, and then he's going to do. They're going to repeat it for the next six months. But he's so good. Tim Stutzla is his skating is beautiful. He's so fast. He's so quick. He's he's got Crosby like edges with not McDavid like speed, but a couple tiers below McDavid like speed. Kachuk is great, the heart and soul of the team. He's really improved his offensive game. He had 83 points last year, I want to say. Uh, Drake Batherson, I expect to bounce back. They signed Vladimir Tarasenko, who I think is going to be an excellent fit in that top six. He's on a one-year contract. He's going to be motivated because, remember, he fired his agents at the beginning of the summer. Mm-hmm. He's pissed off. He wanted more money and more term. He's got a lot to prove, Vladimir Tarasenko, because he kind of had a mediocre year last year with St. Louis and New York. Mm-hmm. I expect big things out of him. I'm excited to see what Dominic Kubelik can do in maybe an elevated role playing on the second or third line with some power play opportunity. I'd like 20 goals, 40 points. That would be lovely from Kubelik. And one thing I think is underrated about Ottawa is the defense. The defense is yes. really good, Nathan. It, it's good. I've, I've been a Thomas Shabbat guy for the past five years. He finally has a competent partner. I can't even stress to you, Nathan, how much damage playing with Nikita Zaitsev gave him. I, <laughs> I can't even stress it. Like, he... Like, they were hemmed in. You know how many times all of a sudden Kita Zaitsev cough off the puck like it was a grenade? It was like watching Tyler Myers. He was so bad. And now he gets to play with a real defenseman, Jacob Chikrin, or if he doesn't play with Chikrin, Artem Zub, one of the more underrated defensive defensemen in the league. You have Jake Sanderson, who got a big money extension. Yeah, he's probably not going to be worth it in the first year. Give it a couple years. It's going to be like Jack Hughes. It's going to work out like gangbusters. He'll be fine. Yeah, you have Artem Zub. Great defensive defenseman. He's a right shot. He skates while he's low maintenance. Chikrin just has to stay healthy. That's all he has to do. He's got two more years on his contract. He fits the window. He grew up in the Ottawa area. Really excited. Eric Branson's getting traded, I think. DJ Smith can't stand him. He's small. He's not good defensively. He's a left-hand shot, which they have plenty of. If I had to wager right now, the player that has to move for Shane Pinto to resign, it's going to be Branson. He's on a $2 million contract, one-year deal. DJ Smith doesn't like him. It's time to move on. That trade didn't work out. You wash your hands of it. You move on. You need Shane Pinto on this team. Mm-hmm. I'm confounded as to why they decided to bring back Travis Hamannick on a two-year deal, $1.1 million, With You know what's in that contract, Nathan, that you might not know? A no-trade? A no-move. So full no-move? Yeah, they gave him a no-move clause. He's like 35. What are you doing, DJ? Like, like he can come well, back he, on a DJ's one-year deal. Who signed it. Or, well, he loves him. He loves Travis Hamannick. Like, blame Dorian. I'll tell you this. 
there's a new owner and things are be different now. But the past three years, DJ Smith has been the assistant GM. I can't even begin to tell you how many ex DJ Smith players they brought in. Okay, off the top of my head, want to hear some DJ Smith players they brought in? Go for it. Josh Brown, Austin Watson. Fuck, I already ran out. But there, there's, 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 there was multiple. I swear, I'm pretty sure Zach McEwen played for DJ Smith in, in junior. Like it's, it's, it's ridiculous. Oh, oh, hold on, hold on. I'm gonna count this time with the Toronto Maple Leafs. You ready for this? Nikita Zaitsev, Ron Hainsey, Tyler Ennis, Connor Brown, Watson. Like I just said, Zach McEwen. There was another forward I just mentioned. Uh, um, something Brown. Yeah, Connor Brown. Some. They brought in so many Leafs uh, that first year. Magnus fucking Payarvi was on the team because of DJ Smith liked. Like, like, I'm I new owner, DJ. You got till December. If we're not in a playoff spot, bye bye, bye bye. Let's get a real coach. Mm-hmm. First Boudreau, baby. Would you? Oh, I, I would love that. Honestly, I would. Well, it would work. He's an offensive players driven coach. This is a perfect spot for him. There's no. Big egos. There's not an owner who's certifiably insane. It's a pretty low key market. It's not like Vancouver. Mm-hmm. Like I've been to Ottawa. They love the team. They're passionate, but they're not. It's a Canadian Vancouver. market, but it's a low key Canadian like, market. It's not which like Vancouver, very hard to come by. Like even today, like the whining about Ilya Mikheyev, like he's got a personal situation. Leave him be. Like, like I, the amount of whining I heard on the radio today about Mikheyev, like just like it's not like that in Ottawa. But yeah, um, Michael Anlauer. It's it's beginning of a new day. If they miss the playoffs, buy Dorian, buy Smith. I don't. I'm not a huge fan of Smith. I think Pierre Dorian's okay. I think people underestimate how much, how much shackles were put on him by the Eugene Melnick and his very shockingly amount of money that he had in the bank. Now, next stop, just get a downtown arena, and this team is golden. Mm-hmm. Uh, like eventually, it's got to be their year. People have been saying it for past two seasons now. Like it's it's their time. Now it's their time. They got to go. The one I, thing. Let me just say this one thing on your turn. The one thing is they made a big bet on Jonas Corpusala, who was really good last year for LA and Columbus. LA is a very well structured defensive team. Ottawa isn't always that. Mm-hmm. So if Corpusalo stinks, they're gonna have to go to Forsberg. That's on Forsberg, who's just okay. And I don't want to do that. So Corpusalo's gotta be good. Mm-hmm. Uh their forward depth, very scary. Top line, sneaky, one of the best in the league. And oh, yeah. I, I have it in my notes in Brackets, Stutzla go crazy season inbound. Like Stutzla might be 110 points this year. I think it's a real possibility. Um, I'd say the defense is gonna be much improved. And I think if they get a full season on Chikrin back there, and I think people are underestimating how big that is. Like Chikrin now has an offseason working with the team a little bit. He'll be really good. And he was also not really playing much hockey because he was always hurt or the contract holdout in Arizona or the trade holdout in Arizona. He'll be good. Yeah, it's time. It's time. Um, Sanderson, he's obviously not worth what he's paid now, but he's going to continue taking those steps, and he will be. Um, and Zub is good. And Hamannick, as a sixth defenseman, I, I don't hate it. They gave him a no-move clause, Nathan. They that, can't that's what's up. can't even send it. him to the Myers. Mm-hmm. Uh, Corpus Allo signing, I actually do like for them because Cam Talbot didn't work out, and they, they've kind of needed a goalie for years now. Um Oh yeah, they haven't had make it on Corpusalo to be that guy. Don't the really know. If I don't... Is... No, keep going, keep going. I've interrupted. Don't know you. where. Like, it's tough because I don't like giving that kind of money to that kind of guy. Like, I'd rather just go get like a solidified guy 
but it's hard to do that now. Well, there's not really many solidified guys in the NHL. Corpusello's money, the money is four million. That's not ridiculous. It's the term. They gave him five years. Why would you give him five years? I don't trust Pierre Dorian to make goaltending evaluations. Cam Talbot, Matt Murray, Anton Forsberg got a lot of money. This is Pierre Dorian's like Mike fucking Condon to a three-year deal based off a 20-game stretch in 2017. I don't trust Pierre Dorian when it comes to goaltending. Um, and then I said, and then Forsberg can be a capable backup for them. Um, and I wanted to put them higher, but I think it's a little too unreasonable to do that yet. We need to see it first. Not yet. Numero dos. Yep. I have the Tampa Bay Lightning. Okay. I'm I'm concerned about them. This Stamco stuff is very weird. I don't know why Julian Breesbaugh is pissing off his captain like this. Not even to negotiate with him. I get he's 34, but he's come off a couple really good seasons. He is, in my opinion, the best player in their franchise history. He's yep. surpassed Le Catelier. He's surpassed St. Louis. He's a two-time champ. He's he's the captain. He took a discount. He's been playing for $8.5 million for the past eight seasons. I mean, that wasn't a dis- discount at the time. Mm, I was 2017. No, 16. 16. So I would say it was... It was- and I, I remember it. It was uh. It was that twenty-three minute span. I remember. Yeah, and it was my uh grade seven, great oh grade seven elementary. I remember. Don't 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 look at me like that. Joseph is giving me a very Jesus. Weird... I was wrapping up grade. Well, okay, never mind. You said grade seven. I was in grade nine. So um, okay. yeah, not... I was, I remember it was my grade seven graduation, and we were walking to Dairy Queen in Nanaimo, and that news broke, and I was going crazy. Wow. Did do you guys have middle school in Nanaimo? No, we did not. We went okay. elementary school until grade seven. Okay. Well, yeah, um, I'm expecting them to be good. I'm expecting them to be in the playoffs. I'm expecting them to win maybe one round and then lose. Um, their top six is fantastic. Stamkos, Point, Kucherov, Hagel, Sorelli. I love Nick Paul. I expect Tanner Janot to be way better. I think having a longer summer with more rest is going to help. And I'm never going to bet against Andre Vasilevsky. It's just the drama is unnecessary. Um, I don't know why you're treating your captain like this. Uh, he's given you everything. Um, he, he he signed the eight-year deal when everyone thought he was going to leave. I, I realize you have cap problems coming up, so just let Chernak walk or let uh, – or trade Tanner – or don't sign Tanner Janot again. Like, I, I don't know. Like, you you put yourself in this cap mess. Like, every, there are no albatross contracts on this team, and yet you're still whining about the salary cap. Like you've won back to back cups. That's the that's the cost of doing business in the NHL. Every team deals with this. Like Stamkos is someone you sign on a shorter term deal, you give him a slight pay raise, you don't give him anything ridiculous. Like you I give him nine, nine and a half at most. But I still expect him to be good. I just don't know what why they're playing this game. I actually disagree with you there. I think Stamkos at this point is like I'd give him a long term deal for sure. Sh- shorter AAV than what he's expecting. Give him like a lifetime contract, basically. Yeah, I mean... Walk him in until the end of his career in Tampa. Sign him until he's like 38, 39. You're going to take that? He had an 84-point season last year. I could see it. He's, he's 33. He's got kids, though, dude. Like, I think you undervalue the fact about guys and kids and wanting to, to stay in one city and stuff like that. Yeah, to an extent, I can see that. And also, one thing with the Lightning, I'm looking at their prospects here, they got nobody. They have no one. There, there's no if they're trading anything, it's draft picks. They have uh that one guy I remember. Isaac Howard. He's, he's he had a lousy season in Minnesota. Mm. He had the yeah. nice draft fit in twenty. Yeah, exactly. That's a, yeah. he last year from Minnesota. 
he transferred away to Michigan State in the offseason. He had 17 points in 35 games. Not terrible. He was a freshman. Well, that's lower than first-round pick, draft plus one. Minnesota is also a really good team. He was probably lower in the lineup. Yeah, that's true. Second place, won a round. I actually have them as my uh, one seed in the Atlantic. I'm, I think, so there, there's two reasons. So fully healthy and rested Tampa, we haven't seen that in a bit since Columbus, really. Yeah. Um, the Columbus thing. And then what happened? They won back-to-back cups and made the finals the next year. They haven't had a break, dude. Like, they've, they've been in the cup final playing till middle June every year. So it's going to be big. I, I really think that's going to do wonders for them. Uh, they still have one of, if not the best line in hockey, although I could see them splitting it up just to go like a little bit more depth to their lineup. Um, and their, their fourth court always seems to be a little sketchy, but they always find a way to make it work. I do. I'm this is they're obviously very biased, but I love the Tyler Mott pickup, but like it's not biased because Tyler Mott is so good at his role of being a fourth line winner. Yeah. Um, uh, I love Tyler Mott. He was mm-hmm. a senator briefly. I like him. He's a good fourth liner. Brings a lot of energy. Mm-hmm. He'll be a good fit Hell's on that. Finalies. Yeah. Um, a couple goals. Victor Hedman bounced back. I'm banking on it. Um, he can't. He was bad last year. Not just offensively, but tired. defensively as well. He was tired. Yeah. So he I think that break. Minutes, so. I think that break is going to be good for him. Sergachev is really coming to, into his own both on both ends of the ice. Chernak and Bogosian are nice pieces next to them on the back end. Um, they have uh, Par- Parabix next to, back there, I Nick believe. Parabix. I really like Nick Parabix. And then He's they have... really good uh, against Toronto. Their last defenseman in their starting lineup. Darren Radish. Oh, I, I, oh, sorry. Yeah, I know who it was now. I saw it as Kelvin DeHaan. Yeah, he's there too. Um, um, if you're expecting much more than third pairing out of Kelvin DeHaan, you're in trouble. Yeah, well, obviously. Um, they better hope no one gets hurt. They still have a top three goalie on the planet. Anywhere yeah. ranked in that top three is perfectly fine by me. I, I can understand any argument there. Um, also with him, with Vasilevsky, better hope he doesn't get injured because their backup is Jonas Johansson. Yep. Enough said. But he, I, he's coming off down year to his standards. Um, but I think, like I said, for Hedman too, the rest is going to be huge for him, I would say. It allows him to be a workhorse goalie, which they're going to need him to be because, like you just said, Who's who's their backup again? <laughs> Jonas Johansson. He's he was he, known for. I remember like a couple of years ago in like Avalanche training camp, like an Avalanche beat writer was talking about Johansson. He was like, "This is the worst goalie I've seen on an NHL roster in my life." Like it's it, it was funny and how. I mean, Vasilevsky's a workhorse. You only need Johansson for like twenty games, probably twenty five. Twenty five. But yeah, Tampa. They'll be a good team. Win around. I think their window shut though, or close. Uh... This is never. probably it's, it's never or, shut when you have Hedman, Vasilevsky, Kucherov, Stamkos. Point. It's not shut. Yeah, I mean, true, but the the next wave's gonna have to start to come. Yeah, eventually. Uh, and John Cooper is the best coach in the league, in my opinion. You can Although say with John more, Cooper, but... a thing about John Cooper, yes, he's the best coach in the league. I actually thought he cost them the series against Toronto a little bit. His arrogance after they went down three to one. It's like, oh, it's not a big deal. Like I'm paraphrasing. But like he was so arrogant in his press conference. He acted like they were perfectly fine. And then they won a game. And then he was like, oh, the Toronto and the refs and the crowd and the blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, John, you, you just gave them bulletin board material. And then they went out and lost. So I, hopefully that's a wake-up call for him and the organization. 
I hate it when coaches give bulletin board material. Yeah. Let's go into, or at least break down. You have them at one, I have them at two in this division. Yeah, this pains me. This pains me, Nathan, because I am a bona fide Leaf hater. As I'll well. be a Leaf hater until, my until I die. I really like the moves they made. I really like them. I really like Tyler Bertuzzi on that first line between Matthews and Marner. He's everything Michael Bunting wasn't better. Mm-hmm. He's better than Michael Bunting in every way. Michael Bunting was a little bitch. He couldn't keep his mouth shut. Tyler Bertuzzi walks the line, but he doesn't cross it like Bunting does. Michael Bunting was hated by every single referee in the league. Every single one. And that cost him in the playoffs. Because remember, he deserved to be suspended. He did. Yeah. He was hit in the playoffs. He got three games. But I think if that's just a normal player, it's probably two games. Maybe even one. Maybe one seven. with the playoff uh, weight being different. Yeah. And, I mean, Michael Bunting, like, he had a reputation and it cost him. I think Max Domi's a perfect fit in uh, Toronto. He's someone when he was in Arizona and Columbus and even Chicago to an extent. Montreal. When, when, well, Montreal, he was good because, like I'm about to say, he needs a place where the building is full and rocking and full of energy. He didn't have that a lot of times in his career. When he was at his best playing center in Montreal when he scored 73 points, that was when the halves were decent. The building was rocking every night. And he, he fed off that energy. He loves it. And he's from Toronto. His dad's a legend. The building's going to be loud. It's gonna, he's going to be pumped. He's going to do well there. Now, for the bad, Ryan Reeves. I mean, you gave Ryan Reeves, who's a he's a glorified boxer on the ice. He can't skate. He can't shoot. He can't defend. He can't pass. He's there to beat the shit out of people. And I can confidently say that put, I put any anyone in the league against Ryan Reeves and they'll lose in a fight. We know that. And if, and if Nathan, I can confidently say if it was me and you versus Ryan Reeves, we'd be done in about a minute. We'd be in big trouble. He's he's so strong. He's the best fighter in the league. And it would be fine if it was a one-year deal. But Ryan Reeves is like 36 years old, guys. Mm-hmm. You can't buy him out because he's over 35. And that, that was a big mistake to give him term because he's not going to make it to three years. He'll is be, that a rule be, in the NHL? You can't buy out guys over no, you, you, Sorry, I should have rephrased it. You can buy them out, but you get no cap savings. Mm, okay. So his full cap stays on the books. And John Klingberg. John Klingberg's a good player. He's not Dallas Stars John Klingberg. That and man he can is play. an awful fit on this Toronto Maple Leafs. Yeah, he oh, is basically Morgan Riley, better offensively. So he is, according to like Jay Fresh's model, the worst defensive defenseman in the league. And Worse than Eric Carlson. And that's hard and to do. That's an accomplishment. I watched Eric Carlson for a long time. The man don't try defensively, <laughs> and he doesn't have to. But John Klingberg and Eric Carlson defensively. When you're Eric Carlson offensively, you can get away with Carlson's bullshit. Oh yeah, for sure. And this Leaf team doesn't have the defensive um, structure to keep up with Klingberg being bad. Like Morgan Riley's not good defensively. Jake Muzzin's career is over. It's over. Yeah. TJ Brody's good. I like TJ Brody. He's he's getting up in age though. Got to be concerned yeah. about that. So is Jake McCabe. Jake McCabe was terrible in the playoffs. But I like, the Jake Mc... I like the Jake McCabe acquisition. I will yeah. Say. Um, and Lil, Lil Grin is, I think he's capped as a tweener, second, third pair. Yeah. Leafs fans hyped him up like he was going to be the top pairing, yeah, right shot savior, and he was not. He's not. And if you're expecting 2016 Mark Giordano, you're out to lunch. Yeah. He's, he's the seventh defenseman nowadays. Mm-hmm. He's still good. He can still be okay. But really, he's this is his last year in the league, bro. Mm-hmm. And um, quickly, goaltending. I like Ilya Samsonov. I don't think he's fantastic or anything. 
I think he's good. He's going to be a good stop back, stop gap for a couple of years. Watch out for Joseph Wall. He had excellent AHL numbers. He was excellent in the regular season. And he was one of the very few reasons they won a game against the Florida Panthers. So watch for him to maybe steal the starting job midway through the season. Don't forget Martin Jones is there as a third goalie, just in case. If he's playing, they're in trouble. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for the Leafs, in my notes, I said they're always a lock for the playoffs. But the Leafs are just never good enough to win a division, weirdly enough. Right? There's teams. There's always teams who are good, and you know they're going to be in the playoffs. But they never want to go win their division for whatever reason it is, I find. Like, Tampa has been that for years. Although I'm, you know, Tampa, now that they got bounced first round, I think they're going to win this year. Um, this this is division, and, and Edmonton, too. Everyone always kind of picks Edmonton to win the division. Have they really ever done that? I think they have it this year. I think they can. I don't have them winning. Do you, did you see who I have winning the Pacific this year? You said Vegas, right? I said L.A. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Right, you did say that. I remember roasting you for that in class. Uh, um, yeah, I disagree, but story for another time. Uh, um, so I think getting Matthew signed is going to clear this yeah, cloud huge. that was over their head. Well, there's still new- another wow. cloud lurking with William Nylander. Um, He's gone. So- he is He's gone. gone. There's no he- way they can keep him. Well, they can keep him. That's that's kind of the point. They can keep him. I just don't think they're going to keep him. It, it should it would not be a good idea. Um I love their forward core, I will say that. And if Nylander is playing third line center and can be average as a centerman, like in his own end, that's gonna be scary. Yeah, if he's if he can do that, but William Nylander is one of the biggest floaters in the league. It's not gonna make it past November, in my opinion. Like, you have David Camp. Like, why are you bothering with this? Play him on the second line with Tavares. Tavares is slowing down. He's not as good as he was at even strength. Just play Nylander there so he can prop him up. Um, main problem with this team every year, I always say it, it's defense and it's goaltending. And they always refuse to address the issue, in my opinion. So, I hate, hate, hate the John Klingberg signing. John Klingberg is, like, the worst possible signing they could have done back there, I think. Sure, you need a right-shot team, man. Did you need a guy who's going to literally play all offense, no defense? No, you already have that at Morgan Riley on the left side. You don't need another one of those. Um, yeah. Mark Giordano and TJ Brody are getting up there in age. And Timothy Lilligren is has not developed like Leap Sands have always hyped him up to be, like you I said just earlier. Um, I don't trust Samsonov as a number one. I think he had a inflated regular season, we'll call it, and his flaws were shown in the playoffs, and he got benched. You got hurt. Uh, Wall, as a number two, not really sold on that either. I know he's got decent AHL numbers, but eh, I don't know. We'll see. Especially playing behind that defense. I don't like their defense. I don't trust it. Um, Martin Jones, I actually a decent signing for depth. If if those two like are just not working out, then you have another guy you can turn to. Um. But behind that defense score, it's not going to cut it come playoff time again. Might be. Yeah, they might win around now that they've got that monkey off their back, but I don't think they're contenders for the cup. Um, I mean, we'll see what Matthew Nice can do. I really, really, if if you want me to say the Leafs are going to be a cup contender, there's one move I want them to go do at the deadline if things align, and that's I want them to go trade for Chris Tanev at the, from the Flames if, if the Flames sell. 
that is the perfect fit next to Morgan Riley that they need. Yep. They need um, a guy who's going to just like sit there, block shots, play defense. Yep. If he can stay healthy, he'd be perfect. Mm-hmm. So will he, will the Flames sell? We don't know. Will the Flames be good or bad? We don't know. I think they'll be better than people are giving them credit. The Flames or the Flames? Yeah, I have them in the playoffs. I'm just outside. I think. I don't know. I got to take a look at my thingamajigger. But would you would you like to quickly rattle off your Pacific? Like, what? Just don't eat, no explanation. Eight through one. Yep. Hold Since on one that second. Was last episode, I'm curious now. Okay, Pacific. Yeah, because I started this early in the episode. All right, eight. Anaheim Ducks, what a shit show. Gear player signed. You have cap space. What are you doing? Seven, San Jose Sharks. Bright future. We'll see how that goes. Six, Vancouver Canucks. Uh, bubble team. 50-50, make the playoffs. Five, Los Angeles Kings. Whoa! Um, their goal... Te- I've, I've been through the Cam Talbot experience, and I've seen Phoenix Copley. Just wait. They bring in Hellebuck, they skyrocket. Wait, so hold on, hold on. You're saying Flames just outside. Do you know if the Kings make the playoffs? They need goaltending. It's not going to be good enough. Okay. It's not going to be good enough, maybe. So you only have three teams from the Pacific making it? Yeah, probably. I didn't you, go too into heavy. You have five. Me- oh, my. So who's making it? Oh, my God. I, I, yeah, 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 that's about I, right. I, I want, I want, I, no, I want you on the Metro episode now, just because I got to see who you're ranking in the playoffs, because there is. New York, Pittsburgh. No, yeah, not I Metro. New- Sorry, I not the Metro. Uh, the, the, the Central. I need to see you in the Central. I think it's doable, the the central. I think so. I think there's some. Um, I think Nashville's better than people give credit for. Sure, I think. I think but yeah, anyway, uh, Pacific. I said five Los Angeles, four Calgary. Going, then. Yeah, four Calgary, three Seattle, two Vegas, Uno Edmonton Oilers. They're winning the cup. Of course, you think that. I'm saying it every year until McDavid's gone. Hmm. Okay. Probably. Unless Drysdale leaves, and I won't say it anymore. There's one. Uh, I don't know if you listened to what I said at the end of that episode, but my thing with Edmonton is they they can't rely on McDavid and Drysdale as much in the regular season. They need them fresh going into the playoffs. And if if they finally get the depth scoring to do that, then yes, I will agree they win the cup. But you need those two being fresh. Yep, and they can't. They're gonna have to have a Steve Eiserman moment where they realize. That 120 points with good defense is just as good as 150 with bad. Like, they need to – dry Drysaddle especially needs to get it together defensively. McDavid's made a lot of big strides in that area. Right. And it's time for Jack Campbell to, like, see a, see a therapist or something. Like, mm-hmm. get it together, buddy. I think that will wrap up this episode. Uh, Joseph, we will see you next week, though, because we have a playoff episode to do. Well, unless Guillermo Bin Laden's made me off myself by then. Well, we well, uh, yeah, okay. But we will do. We'll be back with an episode. What do we want to record Monday? That's Monday. Yeah, we do Monday. And we might have to do a. Oh, hold on! Monday is that Thanksgiving? Nope. Oh, we're off Monday, aren't we? Yeah, we're off Monday because it's Thanksgiving. So we or could no, totally. It's truth, it's truth and reconciliation. Yeah, we could. Yeah, we could do Monday. Okay. Um, Thanksgiving's the week after. Yeah, so let's do that. We will do our MLB prediction, and I think we also fit in another playoff uh, prediction. Or, sorry, another division prediction from the NHL. 
uh, whether it be Metro, whether it be Central. But MLB playoffs start Tuesday, so we will have that out prior to Tuesday. Hopefully yep, the Jays can fun. figure out their shit and clinch before Friday. Fire or Saturday. What's the earliest they can clinch now? Friday? Uh, oh, I'll yes. give you a score update quickly before yes, we the Mariners are winning them off myself. It is uh, it is Astros up four one. Or so four three now, shit. And the Rangers are up two nothing on the Angels. I want I want the Mariners in the playoffs, but not at the expense of the Blue Jays. Yeah. All right. That's gonna wrap up this episode. Got this far. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Deuces.